0: Danny Gallagher. Welcome to our Business Gateway Digital Boost Bytes series of podcasts. Today, we're looking at building a long-term social media strategy. In this episode, we'll explain the importance of a clear social media strategy and look at tools that can help you put this in place. We're going to change the format just a little bit for this one, so less of a question and answer podcast and more about delivering seven clear steps. I can hardly wait. And to take us through, this is Sarah Johnson from Indigo Leap, our social media expert and our podcast expert. Um, So, uh, Sarah, welcome to another podcast for you.
1: Thanks, Danny. It's really good to be here.
0: So, uh, long-term social media strategy, the, the seven steps. And I can already see step one is take stock. Assess where you are and how you compare to your competitors. So how on earth do we start that?
1: Yeah, that's right. I mean, basically, whether you are a big multinational corporation or a small micro business, if you are looking at doing social media for your business, it is worthwhile taking the time before you do that to have a think about your social strategy. It doesn't need to be this all singing, all dancing, massive document, but it is useful to have a think about, where are you now? What do you want to get out of social? and try and put some steps in place to help you get there. So yeah, we'll talk through um, our seven steps that everybody should use to try and get the most from your social media. So the first one, you want to, yes, take stock and assess where you are and how you compare to your competitors. So really, that's just having a look at what you're doing on social just now. So if you're an existing business, chances are you've got a Facebook page or maybe a Twitter or a LinkedIn, and you want to just have a... Get a feel for where you are, what is working, what could you do better, and how do you compare to your competitors? And if you haven't started on social yet, don't worry, you can just have a look at what your competitors are doing to try and think, well, where are they, and get a feel for that. So the first thing you're going to look at is your own platforms. So have a look at which platforms are you on, how many followers do you have on each one, Um, do you have a company profile on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, LinkedIn? and just get an idea for your picture of where you are. And the next thing we want to have a look at is how engaged are your followers? So now we know roughly how many followers we've got. Are they interacting with any of the content that you put out? So have a look at the stats and insights for say the last few posts that you've made on each platform to get an idea.
0: Are all these insights available on all the the different social media, so LinkedIn, Facebook?
1: Yeah, most of the big guys have um, insights. So if you have a business page, you'll have a little bit of analytics or insights, and they'll show you information on your reach, how many people have liked it, how many people have engaged. So you really, you can also see this just on your page itself, you can kind of scroll down and get an idea of I got X amount of likes and X amount of comments. So just give you an idea of, is anything gelling more than anything? You're really looking for a spike. Have you done a post recently that actually has worked quite well and gelled quite well and trying to think why? You also want to have a think about how active are you really? Are you posting quite a lot just now or are you posting once in a blue moon? So just kind of set yourself for like, I'm not very active, I could be more active or I'm really, really active. I just need to kind of sharpen the
0: pencil when should we um, well how often should we do it then what, what's the what's the etiquette
1: Oh, well, it depends I mean it really does depend on what you're looking to get out of it and what time you've got if you're a small business and you're doing everything yourself don't set yourself up to have to post several times every day but um again if social is a key channel for you you maybe will want to post more frequently if this is if this is where you're going to kind of harvest and find your customers then give it the time that it deserves. So there's, it's, like a, it's a bit of a piece of string, but it's what time do you have to actually commit to it and, um, and to kind of, to get involved. But yes, you're looking at what content works well. So like we said before, is there anything that actually stands out? Oh, that got quite a lot of traction. And think, what have you got from social so far? Have you made any sales through social? Have you had any new leads from social? Or is social just kind of there as a tick box and you've not got much from it. So once you've got an idea of your own platforms, you maybe want to have a look at your direct competitors. So head over to their website, and most websites will link to their actual profiles from their website. So That's quite an easy way to say, well, what are they on and when are they? So head over there and have a look. And you won't have all the data, you won't have the insights, but you can still scroll through and say, okay, well, they're on all of these different platforms. They post quite a lot. They don't post quite a lot. Oh, that piece of content looks like it had quite a lot of likes to just get an idea of how they're doing and kind of how that compares to you.
0: So set objectives is the next thing we want to talk about. And it says use smart goals. What on earth are smart goals?
1: (laughs) So smart goals. Smart goals. Essentially, SMART stands for specific, measurable, actionable, relevant, and time-driven. So whenever you're setting an objective for your company, there's no point just saying like, oh, we want to get, oh, 50,000 new um, followers and just leaving it at that. You want to make sure that any objective that you're setting is actually going to drive your business forward. So you want to be really clear on what you want to achieve by when, and be realistic. So like you said, don't say I need a million followers by next month. Make sure that they are smart. So you've taken the time to make sure that it's specific. You can measure it. You could actually take action off the back of it, that it's relevant to your business. It's taking you forward and getting you where you want to be and that it's time driven so that you've set it within a specific time date. So you know that by the end of the year, we want to be here. So that's what we mean by smart goals, but it's really to just try and make sure that any objective you've got helps drive you forward. And then um, with social, it is really important to try and set some objectives because one, it'll keep you focused on getting the results that you need. And two, it'll help you assess how you're doing. And three, that'll also determine the type of content that you want to post and the kind of conversation you want to have on social. So You really do need to think of like, what what are you hoping to achieve from social? Why are you going to give your time and budget to this channel? What's it going to do for your business? For example, um, do you want more people to know about your business? Do you want the word to get out there? Then you might want to focus your objectives on like volume of reach and volume of followers and volume of likes. Whereas if you want to achieve new leads and that's what we're doing, we're trying to drive actual um, leads from the business. You maybe want to focus your objectives on the actual activity you're going to get from that. So the number of email addresses or phone numbers or contacts that you've had and um, with sales, you maybe want to focus more on your sales volume from social. So how many sales did you make? What was the revenue? What was the return on ad spend? Or if you're using social as a customer service tool, you might want to think about what kind of queries have been answered there. Has that saved any time? Has it reduced phone calls? Those kinds of things. But make sure any objectives that you set are smart.
0: Do you think some platforms are better than others for, for sales or for branding? or?
1: Yeah, I think that's because we're. It's, it's difficult. Once you know your objectives, it's working out who your audience are and where are they. I mean, when you think of Facebook and Instagram, they're quite set now on shoppable posts and to try and promote products. If you have a lifestyle product that you're looking to sell through social, then potentially Facebook or Instagram could be a good shout. But again, that would have to match who your audience are. In terms of which platform you can sell on, that's where we need to really know our audience. So who are we trying to attract? Because a key part of getting your social right is thinking, well, who are my audience and where are they and what do they want from me on the social? Social is kind of, if you get it right, that's great. But if you get it wrong, it can actually damage your brand. So if you kind of butt into a platform that you shouldn't really be there, or if you're speaking to your audience with things they don't really want to hear, that's when it can start to jar with the audience. So you want to make sure that you do understand who you're trying to speak to and, and what, you want to say to them so the first thing is have a look at have a think about who your audience are so you could call this like a pen portrait or even just kind of jot down bullet points about who you are who is your ideal target market so think about are they in a specific age group are they a specific geographic area like are they local or, or is it nationwide do you sell more to a specific gender? Do your target market share certain interests? Like, are they parents? Are they pet lovers? Are they pizza lovers? Are they into wild swimming? Like, try and have a think about what it is that that groups your ideal customer together. And you can think about that for their demographics and their interests. This building a picture of your audience can help you decide which platforms you feel that you should speak to them on and what kind of content you want to see. Also think, are there any online communities for these things that you could naturally be a part of? Obviously, don't spam them. Like, Don't join an online community and just start selling your wares because that won't go down well, but it will help you if that's your interest area and that's your audience's interest area. Then it'll just help you keep a finger on the pulse and and see what's going on. Um, But also do a wee bit of research. Um, Once you know who your audience are, have a Google, like see what, What platforms do they use? See if you can find out more about your audience's social habits or even speak to people who fit the bill. So if if your target audience is completely different from yourself, if you know anyone that you think would fit the bill, just chat to them and see who their favorite brands are, what social platforms they use in and just try and get a feel for, for who they are. And this will help you choose which social platforms you feel that you should be on.
0: So in, in terms of social platforms, we obviously touched on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. So what, what what is a bit of a minefield as to as to what we do with these platforms? So what's appropriate and, and what's not?
1: I know. I think that's what's exciting about social, isn't it? Like there's always the kind of a new emerging platform, but that doesn't always mean that you need to jump into any new platform with both feet. So I think. Ultimately, with your platforms, it's almost expected now that you would have a social presence on some of the key platforms. So if you're thinking about your Facebook, your Instagram, your LinkedIn, depending on the kind of business that you are, you might, it's maybe expected that you would at least have a business page on it. But if you're going to do that and you want to get something from social, you need to to really understand the platform and to commit but each each social platform is a bit different they've got different audiences different rules of engagement different content that will work well so don't take a blanket approach don't just kind of like shoot the same content onto every platform you want to have a bit of a tailored approach to each one I mean it can be tricky to pick the the right platform but you'll know your business and you'll know your target market but as, as a really loose kind of rule of thumb. With Facebook, it's obviously widely used. Lots of people are on Facebook. Lots of brands are on Facebook. It's accepted that that brands take part on Facebook. So if you want to sell to individuals as opposed to businesses, if you have an audience across a wider range of age groups, if you've got a really local audience, or if you need to share more context and more kind of text-based posts, then Facebook could be a a good fit for you. Whereas Instagram, again, if you're selling to individuals rather than businesses, it can be good. The audience on Instagram skews slightly younger, but it's not too young. We're, we're maybe not thinking teenagers here. But if you have a lifestyle brand or a product, then that could be a good fit for Instagram. And if you've got a lot of image-led content, then, then that could, again, be quite a fit for, for what's on Instagram or good product shops and shop posts and things like that. Whereas on LinkedIn, if you sell to businesses and if you offer professional services, then that's maybe when LinkedIn is going to be quite a good fit for you. And you would have your company page, and you maybe want to share thought leadership pieces or your opinion or your industry expertise. That's when LinkedIn is going to be quite a good fit for you. But like, there's there's lots of different platforms. There's obviously Twitter and Pinterest and TikTok and lots of things to consider. But do your research. First, there's nothing worse than like brands just like wading in and and getting something wrong. Remember with each platform, you need your time to create the posts, to manage the platform, to monitor your posts, to respond to comments. You probably need budget for promoted posts. A lot of these big platforms are more pay to play now. Instead of just getting the reach that you used to, you do have to promote your posts or even run ads. So these platforms are gonna require your time your budgets, you're gonna need to be able to commit. So don't spread yourself too thin, pick your platform and commit to it and get it right before before adding others.
0: Now, can you look at all of these platforms all of the time to see what's going on rather than going into them individually, is that?
1: Well, if you do start to get to the point where you can't manage it anymore and you're missing things or things like that, then that's when you could consider, And there's quite a lot of tools available. So social management tools, Tools like Hootsuite or Sprout Social or Mention, there's quite a lot. So that almost kind of aggregates your social presence. So you can then create your posts and posts from there and get your notifications all in one place. And they'll also have data and insights and things available for you. So if you are, if social is a key thing for you and you want to make sure that you've got the time to manage it, then it might be worth investing in a social media management tool to pull all of this together and help you and get insight and also those tools have great information they've got great resources online just how to's and knowledge banks just like on digital boost and business gateway as well there's a lot of information out there to try and help you make the most of social
0: i guess one of the things with these kind of managed uh, social media platforms is that uh, anytime someone mentions your company or whatever then it, it kind of flashes up so it then gives you the opportunity maybe to interact with that person.
1: Yeah, you can do that. Um, I think it's called brand listening and that those tools offer. So you can have a listen out for anybody saying something about your brand online. So big brands sometimes use this to just, one, get a feel for what's your sentiment, what are people saying about you out there. Um, is it a positive or negative? And also, is there any places that people are talking about you more, any communities that you maybe didn't know about? And it also gives you an opportunity to pop up and say, hello, it's me. But you have to be really careful if you do that because you don't, it, it would just be like being at a party and running up and being like, hi, and starting to talk <laughs> to somebody's face if you heard them mention something about you. you We're do, not allowed to do that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, you maybe don't want to always butt in um, when you hear yourself. But yeah, sometimes um, that social listening element can be good, but it's not always necessary, particularly if you're in a micro business. Starting out with your social, you're maybe not at that level yet, but who knows when one, one day you might be. If social is is key to you,
0: you mentioned uh, promoted posts. How, how does that all work? I mean, can you select? Presumably, you can select your demographics, your where you wanted to go. Can you even select areas?
1: Yeah, that's right. So um, one good thing about the like, particularly Facebook and Instagram, is they've got really good targeting options. So you can target by um, interests, by geographic area. So you can If you're going to promote your post, you can put some money um, behind them and and try and push that out a little bit more to your audience or to people who, who like your page. You've also got the option to run ads, which is a slightly separate thing. So you can promote your posts from within the main business page. You can put some money behind each post, but you can also run a separate ad if you want to kind of push, if you've got a product or promotion or something that you want to push out there, then Facebook ads is is something to consider, which it's like a separate advertising platform, which you put, you create your headlines and your images or videos and your ad and, and you push it out. And so, obviously, you pay for that, but you can get quite a lot of data and see how they're performing. So it's it's a it, there's a lot of opportunity in social. It's just understanding what that opportunity is and how that fits with your objectives and your audience and and what you're hoping to achieve.
0: So I've decided I want to push out a post to all the socials: Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, <laughs> and whatever. Where's my inspiration coming from, Sarah?
1: Yes, it can. Right, so it can be difficult because at first you're like, "Oh, we've got some things to say," but then as as you post more and more, you need to keep your content fresh and engaging and relevant. You don't want to keep saying the same thing over and over. And think about social it is, it's it's a conversation. So it's you're chatting with your audience and you're building a relationship and you're having something to say. So just like in a conversation you want to be interesting and engaging, it's the same on the social. First of all, I would make sure that any platforms that you're on, you use just personally. So if you really want to push your presence on Instagram, make sure that you're using Instagram, that you're following lots of people, that you're seeing, getting a little bit of the rules for engagement, seeing what kind of content people are sharing, understanding a bit more about the platform would be key. You don't want to just go in completely raw. So you want to do your research and also make sure you use it. And that'll help you see what people are doing. And um, you can also head over to, say, big brands in your industry. So if you're um, a micro business, but there's some kind of much bigger, more established um, companies or or really fast-growing companies, have a look at what they're doing. What kind of things are they posting? And it doesn't even have to be in, in your industry. It could be somebody else who has a similar target audience to you. But see what's out there. See what people are engaging with. See what these big brands are doing and just have a look at what kind of um, whether people are commenting and liking on that, that can be quite a good um, a good way of seeing new, fresh ideas. Think outside the box a little bit, so you can do some research. You can chat to people. You can see things. Even head to company like websites like Reddit and see what what kind of content or people is trending on there. Is there anything that would remotely be appropriate? Obviously, not taking somebody else's content, but even just like an idea, like an ask me anything type of idea, think outside the box a little bit and see if there's any things that, that come to you that you think, ah, oh, that would gel with my audience. But do just remember about the tone you want to take. Like we said, it is a conversation. You need to be human. You need to kind of embody the persona of your brand and you want to make sure that you're not saying things that are that are inappropriate or just one controversial or two just that doesn't gel with your audience or isn't really relevant to your brand. You also want to make sure that all your content is achievable within your budget. So you maybe don't want to set off an ambitious documentary series if, if, if you don't have the budget for that. Think about things that are relevant to your business objectives. So any new content, is that, is that going to help you and um, get on your way? Think about what will strike a chord with your audience. And, and don't be controversial. You don't, you don't want to, to be provocative too much on, on social and um, because it, it can go wrong and that could be Damaging, and then you're into into crisis management. Also, is there any similar brands that you could share content of, or that you could join up with? Just have a, have a look at the kind of the world around you in social, and keep your eyes open for possibilities.
0: Okay, and we touched uh, earlier on about how often we post. I'm just wondering, is this something that we we set out on a weekly basis, or a monthly basis, or how do we, how do we manage all of this in terms of a calendar?
1: It is important that you, if you really want to push on social, you do need to be active. And that means that you need to have something to say so you can respond to people, but you also need to have posts that you know that are going to go out um, or Instagram stories. Like uh, If you always have something on the go and always have something to say, that can really help your social presence. And to make sure that you don't run out, you really do need to set yourself up a content calendar. So if you're using the tools that we mentioned earlier, that becomes a bit easier. You can plan that in your tool. But if you can still do it even on Excel or in Word, just make sure that you know that on each day you've got something to say or each week you know that you've got posts that you want to send out. And that means that you can plan ahead with your content. You've got a little bit of time to prepare it. It also gives you an opportunity to maybe get somebody to cast their eyes over it if you have somebody else in the business that can have a look because sometimes you can get too deep in, you you think that it's going to be great, but you maybe just need an objective, someone else to have a look and make sure that it's appropriate and not controversial accidentally or anything like that. But planning out a good chunk's worth of content in advance is, is really important to keeping your content fresh. It also helps you make the most of, say you've got a promotion coming up. So instead of just whacking up your promotion, means you've got a little bit of a lead up to it, you've got your big competition or giveaway, and then you've got the kind of the aftermath and announcing winners that can help you make more of your big pieces of content. As part of your content calendar, you also maybe want to set yourself up what do we do if things don't go right? So what do we do if there's negative comments? What do we do if we've accidentally provoked a, a controversy or if something that we've said has been taken in a way that we didn't intend? Or what do we do if, and there's complaints so set yourself out a little and um, a guide or guidelines of this is how we deal with negativity this is how we deal with people who are trolling this is how we deal with with anything wrong so a little bit of a crisis management so you know that if something does go wrong you have a plan and you can rectify it and you can discuss with your audience because you it's just it's important to make sure that you've you've covered all your bases but there is quite a lot of information about that on Digital Boost, on the Business Gateway online guide. There's a guide to um, responding to customers online, which touches on that and is really helpful.
0: I'm just wondering if there's uh, any kind of etiquette in terms of removing posts. If, if you do get negativity, is that, you know, should you do that or, or should you just, you know, answer it in a kind of
1: depends if somebody's complaining and saying i ordered a product from you and it hasn't arrived and you've not answered my calls if you delete that post then everyone's gonna think oh dear and that'll damage trust right. so if it's a complaint about you you want to treat it fairly you want to take it seriously you want to respond promptly and professionally and um, and and show people that you don't deliver a bad service whereas if you've posted something that is controversial or has offended people then you could potentially take that down because keeping it up would say well hmm. i think it's fine so um it depends if somebody's complaining about you you're best to respond and um, it's like if you see a if on a review site and um, for businesses people who've left a bad review and the businesses that respond and say we're so sorry that this happened here's how we rectified it you always take that a bit more seriously because you think oh well they they've taken that on board and they've dealt with it so it, it shows your audience how you deal with it rather than deleting them all and pretending it didn't happen.
0: So just in terms of the calendar, when should we post? Is there certain times of the day or there specific days that are better than others that will get you know more connection and more likes?
1: I think it's tricky. It just depends on your audience and who you're talking to and why. I think that's the sort of thing that you can get a feel for yourself when you start looking at your data and think it, there might be times because you can think of times like, oh, if I'm sticking to professional services, is it, are we going to get them on the commute? But does that still stand now in, in kind of days of home working? It, it's difficult. So it really will depend for you. So have a read, have a Google, see if there's any people who've crunched any big numbers, but also have a look at your own data and see if there's any trends emerging with, oh, I posted <laughs> anything that I've posted on a Tuesday evening, it's worked well. I mean, it's unlikely that you're going to find an absolute gem time, but there might just be trends that actually evenings are better than afternoons or morning commutes better. So it'll depend for your content and your audience. But that's a really good point. That's definitely something you should look at in your your data.
0: I think it's probably one of the top questions we get at Business Gateway. When should I post? So that's quite interesting. I think it's maybe changed now, though, because I'm thinking about me personally, I would look at uh, you know Facebook or whatever it is in the morning and then lunchtime and then evening but now folk have got these smart watches that everything pops up immediately so it, it's throughout the whole day so it, it's quite interesting how, how it's kind of moved on
1: yeah and that's the thing with social like it's it's always evolving and it is it's a social it's a conversation and there's lots of different platforms lots of different brands lots of different audiences so there's not so many hard and fast rules it is and like the world's evolving so i think as as everything changes these old rules change as well but it's it's keeping an eye on your stat for any trends and any any insights that you can glean from your data but i think it's post and see what when people see it because obviously because the platforms are a bit more pay-to-play you could post but it, it'll only reach a small amount of your audience and you have to promote it so it's People will see it at different times in in their news feed and it's, yeah, it's getting a feel for how that works for you.
0: And how do we evaluate what we're we're posting?
1: That's when we are going to look at um, your data. So like we said, you've got your insights from the social platforms. If you're using a social media management tool, you'll have lots of data from them. And you want to have a look at things like how many people did this, how many people did this reach? How many people engaged with this post? So what's our engagement rate? Is it quite, do we feel that that's better than others? Did nobody engage? Like, you, you want to have a look at this kind of data within your social platforms for each post or promoted post that you do.
0: What do you mean by engagement though? Is there different levels? Is there like, share, comment? How do you...
1: Yeah, so it'll, it's it's a it's a social platforms um, terminology. So if if somebody liked, if somebody commented, if somebody shared, those are engagements. So you want to see well, what, what did people do? Did um did they engage at all? So it's like, have did people see it and did they do anything? And then if you've got a click in your uh, in your post through to your site or through to a product, did anybody click it? And that's when you can then turn to your Google Analytics and see. Well, how many people have come to my site via social media? Did they then go on to buy? What did they do? Make sure that um, I'm, I'm a proper tracking nerd. I, everything, according to me, should be tracked and analyzed because then you know. But it's making sure that you've got any um Facebook pixels added to your site, so tracking tags and make sure you've got Google Analytics so you can actually get an idea of, okay, so somebody entered the site via social. Did they buy anything? Did they do anything? Did they complete a goal? And it'll just help you build a view of, is social achieving my smart objectives that I set at the start? And um, I think key to that is this assessing. What did we get out of it? What worked? What kind of content gels well? Does video work better than images? What works on this platform versus that platform? And it's, it's just getting a feel for these insights and seeing what, what did you get out of it? And it's all well getting engagements, but did that lead to any actions? Did did you get anything for the business from that? And then it's assessing and adjusting as you go. So, yes, looking at times, looking at days, looking at types of content, types of posts, what worked well and what didn't. And you'll start to learn what does and doesn't work. And, and um, you'll start to adapt your strategy accordingly. What you do will depend on what you're hoping to get. But we would definitely say that measurement is key. And it's key to understand how it's working for you because it's your time and your money and you want to make sure that you're getting a return or that you're making it work as hard for you as you can.
0: One of the things that I've noticed is that um, some businesses, when they post, some of the the posts are are different. And I'm just wondering whether there's, there's some sort of framework that you say to employees, this is how we want the content to look. This is the language that we would normally use.
1: Yeah, definitely. You want to think about that um, for your posts. What tone of voice do you want to take? What kind of are we posting lots of images? Do images work well? Is it more videos? Is it short how-tos? What are we posting and why and what gels? And yes, a lot of companies will maybe develop a a template. So you're going to have an image that looks like this, or you've maybe got a Canva that you're using that you can kind of design up your posts because social is image-led. If you think about your own feed. You stop by things that you want to see. If it's screeds of text, unless you're terribly interested, which you might be if it's a very involved community, you want to see something that's visually engaging and it, it's trying to work out what format does work best for you. And that's when people maybe start to develop templates because they they know that there's Lena. it looks like it's come from your brand and it's got your branding. But um, I think it's it's being authentic and, and sharing things that you want to see that you think your audience will want to hear.
0: So we should write down these seven steps and stick to them.
1: Yes, and yes, it's just it, before you step in. It is. It's time. Of, it's time for your business. It's it's your precious time and it's your budget, and you want to make sure that if you are doing social, that you commit to it, that you try and make sure you have a plan and an objective, and that you have something to work towards and and evaluate. So I would I would stick to the have a think about the seven steps before you before you get
0: started. Great. I've learned quite a lot today, but I always seem to learn a lot on social media when you're on our podcast. Maybe that's one of my feelings, so, but I'm building up to you know, um, social media guru status at some point, maybe. Thank you very much, Sarah. That's Sarah Johnson from Indigo Leap. And uh, this has been a Business Gateway digital boost bite series of podcasts. You can get more information on this podcast and listen again at bgateway.com and also the Digital Boost Programme as well, you will find at bgateway.com. There's also more information on all of our support services, and I'll be back next time for another of our Business Gateway series of podcasts. Until then, bye for now.